they're knocking at the door. Oh, wait, what? I said you sound like you're knocking at the door. Why? Because you're like, hello. Oh. (laughs) Yes, come in, Susie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Meister. And I'm Sarah Rice, your other host. Today... Today's episode was is brought to you by Popular Demand. Oh, I love that. I mean, we have been hearing from you, and you claim that you want to hear about the challenge. Well, listen, we're obvious to, obviously two washed-up challenge so-and-sos <laughs> who started a podcast, and now we're on, like, episode 20-plus. Mm, yeah. And we haven't really talked about the challenge. I know we touch on it, but we did, we haven't delved. We in. can't escape our roots. No, we can't deny it any longer. The people want what the people want, <laughs> <laughs> and people want to know behind the scenes our uncensored version of reality television, and specifically the MTV's The Challenge. Well, this is cool because you, you know, not to call you out, but you started this a lot longer ago than I did. Yeah, and things have kind of changed. Yeah, we kind of represent... I feel like I passed the torch on to you. Oh, you for sure did. Because I did it from 1998. That's right, kids. The year you were born. (laughs) Until... uh, What year was that? 2008. Or nine. Or maybe 10. 2010. It was 2009. Nine. Yeah. So I did it for almost... Wait a minute. 10 years. 11 years. No, 11 years. Okay. So, and then Sarah, that was Sarah's first challenge. And then she's done it ever since. Let's face it. Yeah. And, you know, if you ask me, there's no signs of her stopping anytime soon. Oh, God. It's so annoying. But, so she represents a different generation. So today we bring to you old and new, old and new world of reality television. Hey, how come the challenge doesn't have a theme song? Because I was just going to sing it. Yeah. There is one. Even like the real world is just you people talking about it. Yeah. Like as if people don't know what it is yet. Okay. It's a true story. Seven strangers. Yeah. And what did they do? Oh, they were picked to live in (laughs) every year. It's like, we know. (laughs) I like that. I think everyone's familiar with the premise MTV. But it is a tradition. You know what I love? I love when I'm listening to a movie or watching a TV show and they do a real world like mention it or shout out. I have two. Tell me. One obvious best ever is from Bridesmaids. What did they say? Where they're on the plane and they're headed to Vegas and they're talking about like where they're gonna stay and then she goes, Is that the place that they shot is that the place they use for real world? And it's right before Kristen Wig interrupts and does her whole like Drunk on the plane. Oh, that's oh, a good which one. is the greatest scene ever. What kind of name is stove? <laughs> What do you want, an appliance? Like, that's the greatest scene in any movie. And my other one that I love is from Friends. And he mentions something like like being lazy and like just sitting around and watching the real world. No, or no. Road oh, that's right. It was your Sit show. Sarah. <laughs> this is my show now. <laughs> yes, on Friends, we had a road rules reference, which let me tell you, as if it's not already obvious. Right. Road Rules is the redheaded stepchild of the Buna Murray family. Yeah, and then you could just get lumped in. I love when people ask you, oh my God, weren't you on Real World? And you're like, actually, no, <laughs> I wasn't. Sometimes I correct them and then 
you and then you feel like an asshole well, afterwards it's been so long now that i've done any that if they say hey i know you where do i know you from my answer is usually just porn <laughs> you are joking i mean i, you, I am you but say i that? have sometimes it depends on how much i've had to drink that is a but i've like answer. thrown out multiple answers that aren't the real world well you can get away with it though because you're far more recognizable because a you've done it recently b you have the tattoo sleeve yeah no joke you just gotta cop to it i, and say I usually different. will just be like they'll say you look familiar and i'll be like huh and then they'll You'd be say, like, oh, you, you recognize my voice from the Breakout podcast? Well, it usually does involve my voice because it is not normal. So that if I talk, it's worse. But um, then I'll usually say it's an MTV thing. And they'll say, oh, yeah. But if they press me for a show, I will say the challenge, not road rules. Yeah, because they don't know road rules. Yeah. But those are good references. Can you think of any other real world? I feel like I hear it all the time. Yeah, real world. Uh, then there was an episode of the family guy where they did it. And I think like the, like any parody, um, anytime like Saturday night live does anything like that. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I love it Do you because this- I realize how ridiculous we are. How so? Okay. I mean, anybody who's over the age of. Oh my god, excuse me, I burped. Anybody who's over the age of 25... It's <laughs> a classic real-world move. <laughs> yeah, I just burp and then apologize for it because I just did into a microphone. Uh, so anybody over the age of 25 can like think back to being, even just five years later, being an idiot when they were 21. And that is like the ripe age they catch you at to do the show. And I just think about how much I thought I knew when I was 21, right when I did the show... I'm just like, oh my god! That, I, but that's anyone. There's nobody on the planet who didn't look back at like their early twenties and go, "Holy crap, I did some stupid shit." Yeah, I mean, once you say to someone, "What would it look like if your twenties were documented?" Yes, they are like, "Okay." I do. I tell people that all the time because they always say, "Like, oh, is 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 that real? What happens?" And I say, "Look, we are filmed for about three to four months, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week." And if somebody followed you with a camera for that, and of all that footage that they capture, really, like they do, what, 10 episodes? I think maybe for the real world, it's like 16 half an hour episodes or something. But we're really looking at about eight to 12 solid hours. That's Mm -hmm. it. Eight hours after, I mean, thousands of hours. Like somebody could pick your best eight or your worst eight. So, well, how do you feel about the edit that was done to you? Oh, I think mine's totally accurate. Accurate. Yeah. Like good and bad. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But definitely who I am. And maybe that came from, and I was always happy with the, maybe because I knew it was true to who I, like good and bad. Like I saw myself on the first season, the real world <laughs> doing things that, not that I didn't agree with, but like I looked back and watched it and I realized what a doormat I was and how I was like just going along with like the group consensus. And I was like, wait a sec, you have an opinion and it's, mm-hmm. and then I started standing up for myself and then I got a little too mouthy on the challenge. And then I watched myself do that and go, okay, well, it's nice to have humility and like, 
you know, stick your foot in your mouth every now and then. And then I learned from that. And then I, I like just watching myself has given me the opportunity to really learn like what behavior I like and what behavior I want to work on. I do feel like it's, it's a privilege to be able to examine yourself from the outside because that can really, if you're a thoughtful person, which you are, then you can make changes and improve. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening with a lot of cast members, but there is the opportunity if they wanted it. Well, I, I think about cast members who have been on for a really long time. And I think they start to go one of two ways. They can either really through it. So like one way is that how you and I see things where you can start to really analyze yourself and see what good and bad you can take and how to improve yourself. Or they're the people who keep acting the same and never change. And then are like, why do I get this shitty, you know? Yeah. Well, cause you are always acting the exact same and you don't ever really try to change. And then there's the third category of people who really see it as a television show and play into their roles or their character or like their TV persona. What do you, do you think that's a bad thing? No, I don't, I I don't, but I think it's difficult when, when people are on the show for different reasons, like a lot of times, like I took me a while to understand that there were people out there who were just, hamming it up for the camera or acting different because there was a camera around because I've always been so genuine and I'm such a bad actor, like a horrible when they, when we do things after, you know, for MTV.com and they'll give me, you know, some like one line to say, it say like tune into MTV to catch whatever I, it's like, I can't. Yeah. I can only be myself. I can't be anything other than if you put a camera in front of me, I'll give you whatever you, I'll give you what you want, which is just me being me. And you'd like, some people will find maybe that entertaining or like, you know, weird and want to watch it. But if you give me a script, (laughs) no. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, are there certain people that come to mind that you feel like are very different, maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally on um, camera versus off? I think Johnny Bananas is definitely more like he knows he's on a TV show. So when you've hung out with him privately, it's different. Uh, 
Yeah, maybe it, it is for me. I, I it noticed is. that with him. He doesn't need to necessarily be. And that's maybe what I notice with a lot of people is that they don't need to be as much at the center of attention when the cameras aren't around. Yeah, he's actually, like when I've spent private time with him, I really like him. I do too. But not in the house. In the house, I don't like him either. Yeah. So. But I wonder. And he doesn't <clears throat> like me now, so. I guess people like that maybe can compartmentalize. I know I do. <laughs> Yeah, you have to like put it in it compartmentalize. That's a really good word for it. Yeah, and, and it is a game, can't. especially a challenge. I don't know how people are in the real world house because on road rules, there's always kind of a competition going. Mm-hmm. But in real world, at least at first, you're not really competing. Well, I hear there's problems with new. Well, I don't know if you want to call them problems, but. I notice from newer cast members that there's this preoccupation. Like, I don't think you get a... I don't think the real world's going to last very much longer. Because I don't think you get a a genuine, like, uh, snapshot into each person's reality the same way you used to. I think everybody is very preoccupied with the fame and success that will come post-show that they're not their true authentic selves during the show and not giving themselves to the whole process. But when did you think that started? Because I, I would noticed say that started last, a long time ago. You think that did? And that's why I wonder, is it just that I'm getting, we're, you're getting old now I, maybe, too? I might be, I'm getting older. Because that's how I felt about your, mm. before, even bef- way before you, maybe as early as Las Vegas, the first one. Wow, wow. Okay, maybe. Then you like know what? Basically, when people started being on social media. That's what I, I agree. That's what, and I think now it's so bad that I don't even think you can make a show anymore because the dialogue is all, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this instead of like living in the moment. You would know better than me, though. Like when you're in the house, even with all that, knowing what happens after and that people know you and follow you on social media. Because it's filming all the time, they have to kind of relax at some point. I think a lot of the ones who are over dramatic never make it that long in the house. So the ones that I've that maybe were over dramatic and have then made it to the end will eventually tone down. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, usually the ones with the big mouth only last a couple rounds. Because what? What happens? They hit someone? No, they... It's kind of like the the nail that sticks out gets hammered down. You know, if you're the per... Really on the challenge, especially, anybody's looking for any excuse to throw anybody else in. And if you're somebody who's a loud mouth and you're starting fights and you're stirring the pot, even if I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying or, like, disagree with what you're saying, I'm going to try to get rid of you because you're just... Like bad, I don't know, energy. Like too mm-hmm. much. It's like too, too emotionally draining to live with for the next seven weeks. Okay, so there's a few things I want to get to. So Ooh, first yeah. I want to know, do you have any regrets? Oh, Like God. would you do it over again if you could? Would you go on The Real World? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then do you have regrets of... Not like stupid strategy stuff, but like personal stuff about, I wish I wouldn't have gone on this show or 
I wish I wouldn't have said this to somebody. Well, you know, it's easy for me to think back and think about the things I regret. So, like, some of the things I regret, like, I hooked up really fast with somebody on one of the shows. But that's fine. I love when you say somebody. Seems gross. Um, no, but Vinny? his name was Vinny, and he's not on there anymore. But he's but, not gross. He's he was, handsome. He's, he was. He was handsome at the time, and he was gross afterwards. What happened? Um, just was gross to me. Stop acting like I'm he not your best friend. He sexually assaulted one of the other cast members and got me kicked off. I mean, off that's there. a that's a stretch. No, he did. What do you mean by that? I got kicked off X's too. But I mean, sexual assault implies more than just well, that. He like okay, no, he did. He I don't like that ripped word. off her top and exposed yeah. her, and I which in is a totally way that inappropriate. But totally I wouldn't say sexual assault. Yeah, okay. Well, he did. He's still. Ugh, he's he's okay. But every single person has like that one night stand where they're like, oh god, I'd like to forget that. And What's he doing now? Oh, well, he'd married a stripper. So there's that. <laughs> The thing is, is I like them real buff and real dumb if I'm just going to hook up with them. Mm-hmm. And that happens to be Wonder exactly what they're serving that, up. Because you were into Kenny when I was with you. Yeah, I like buff and dumb. No, I mean, I don't But think only for guys I'm hooking up, hooking up with. Because I want to be the one. I know that oh, I'm smarter you than be them. the boss. Okay. I'm the boss. Wow. Yeah. So if you're hunky and dumb. <laughs> you too can have a one night stand. <laughs> Okay, so you regret that. That's a good regret. Yeah, but like, but, but not really regret it because, you know, it taught me a lot and I realized like, oh God, I don't want, I'm not the kind of girl who, because I really did that because, <clears throat> like I won't say that, I think the environment kind of pressured me into it. It's the exact same, for me, the show was like a sorority or fraternity, that kind of thing. Like, so the same way, you know, you go to college and maybe you like, yeah. you know, hook up with a few people you regret hooking up with and blah, blah, blah. But you can't say like, I regret the experience because it's kind of part of your growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, it's fine. It just taught me, you know, maybe like raise your standards a bit, Sarah. Do you regret sharing any of your kind of family stuff? Ooh. No, well, more for, for like my brothers who didn't necessarily sign up for it, but you know, it's weird because like, it's such a big part of my life. But when I go back home to my family and when I hang out with my brothers, they don't give a shit. Like they don't care, you know? And and, like, I went on the challenge to prove like that I'm tough and like I could compete and all this stuff. And I've been like that because my brothers are so tough, like my whole life. They're like surfers and snowboarders and doing like backflips and cool shit. And like, I just always wanted to keep up. And even though I won the challenge, like I go hang out with them and they're like, oh God, we still have to go on like not as aggressive slopes because Sarah's with us. And, I'm oh. very fascinated by that because I, when we first met and then I came to your house and I met your mom, who I love, and I said... And- my impression of you was that you were very athletic, very capable. <laughs> and when I met your mom, I was like, can you believe how athletic and strong Sarah is? She laughed. <laughs> See, my family thinks that I'm just like, cause I, like I, cause I was the fat kid growing up who didn't want to, I like made the excuse for why I couldn't run the mile and like the, uh, y- you know, that health, whatever thing you have to get done. And 
I just was like so lazy and never it was I was always on the really good team, but I was never good. It's like being the best player or the worst player on the team that wins the Super Bowl. Like what's better being the like best that? player on the worst team or the worst player on the best team? I still I mean there's no way you still feel like that. I feel like that a little a little. But I think That's people crazy don't know that I'm as strong or as tough as like Who I doesn't am. know by now? <laughs> I mean, cuz when you look at me you wouldn't think like, oh well, yeah, she could climb a mountain and like kick my ass in a puzzle. Yeah. Like any day of the week. Well. I mean, to me it's so even when we first met it was so obvious like the last thing I wanted was to compete with you, not because we are friends, but because you are a yeah, beast. Yeah, I'd tear you to shreds. I mean, to shreds. <laughs> I, would just, I would just start laughing and be like, I quit. <laughs> but you know what? I think about that. Like, what if we ever had to compete against you? I couldn't do it. I don't think I could. Well, that's because you're nice. But I mean, not because like there are other girls on there that I would physically hurt and I wouldn't mind. Like, I would body slam them in a yeah. wrestling situation. I mean, you, you... I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Well, Right, because you're nice. <laughs> you have sympathy. But I mean, your ca- capability is so immense. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. I took your not so good advice once on a challenge. Here's what happened, folks out there at home. <laughs> so, uh, first challenge I do. I got the popcorn out again. Yep. Hold on. Susie's got gonna, the popcorn. Are you eating the popcorn while she tells me? It's just a good story. <laughs> so, Susie, first challenge, tells me, look, I don't work out a smidge, and I'm going to make it to the end, and then I'm going to win all the money. And guess what? She made it to the end, and she won all the money and beat my ass. Then I go in my second challenge or third challenge. And Susie goes, Sarah, don't worry about working out because <laughs> these guys will carry you across the finish line. I well, didn't say that. Th- you said, don't worry about working out because you can make it to the end I and the final is going to be just fine. And all you have to do is be faster than the slowest girl. Okay. Well, <laughs> then on cutthroat, we were in the Czech Republic and the kind of food that they serve us, here's some insider information. The kind of food that they serve us varies region to region. What If you happen to be in a place in Europe that specializes in cheese and meats and fine desserts, you'll be fed that morning, noon, and night, and it'll be wonderful. If you're in Thailand, they give you like rice nothing and you lose a bunch of weight and you get to be fit well in the czech republic it was desserts and sweets and cheese platters every day and i ate all that and then i listened to Susie, who told me never to work out and i didn't and then i had to be taken away in an ambulance at the final because i didn't make it and because they upped the fine the why didn't i know this you didn't know that I went home in an ambulance? No, I had no idea. I mean, I still got my money because I technically it, I didn't quit. They said that I was physically unable to participate. And I, I was one of two. Two of us fell from heat exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, me and Abram. I can't believe it. 
So don't listen to Susie when she tells you you don't have to work out. I should have been eating the cheese and running. No. But I was like, I didn't mm, say no. eat whatever you want. That wasn't okay, well, my advice. That's what I took. I saw, I heard eat and drink. That's <laughs> what I heard. <laughs> no. Oh, and the Czech Republic had good wine and good food. Here's oh, where, my God. Here's where you so made a mistake. Much. You kept... Like in the final, you kept running. Like I just stop and walk. I mean, <laughs> you just walk, and then it works out, right? Yeah. You know, it all works out. How many finals have you won? Um, one, two, oh my god, three. Oh my god, three that I won. And wow. then my own road rules. There was no voting off, so I was there for that. So four. Um, and then I lost. I was always at the final, but that's the best <clears throat> yeah i think that's the ultimate i could do it now yeah you could and i'm thinking about it oh <gasps> uh-huh. susie i might come out of retirement you know what my kid's annoying me i'm ready to get away oh my god my husband's you know he could be annoying me so i'll go too <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i almost want to go just to prove that my horrible strategy could work oh, again for sure a hundred percent what if they did best friends and it was you and me Right. I mean, we would destroy people. We could fight. We could fight. Like online with somebody who would like be our partner. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is genius. Well, because, well, I can't talk about it, but listen, I, I feel like I could still win right now. I know you could. (laughs) I know. I know that you could. (laughs) But you just said a minute ago that you ripped me shreds. Okay. No, here's the deal. If I went against you in a... Physical, like, like man one one-on-one competition, yeah, one-to-one. Yeah, I one. beat you, no. But not all challenges are like that. Mm-hmm. Some of them are toss-up. You beat me in a mental... You did beat me in a puzzle on the last challenge, on the last thing in our final. Well, you so had, anything a, you like had that, an uphill battle there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. So. I had Johnny Bananas and Evan, who are very smart. Yeah. Yeah. It was like five brains against... One. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> Give Kelly had some credit. Look, she's beautiful and strong. You can't have it all. I know. You know, she and I had talked about that a while after. But like, listen, I was jealous of everything you had. And apparently she was jealous of what I had. I don't know what that was. But I'm like, well, all the guys wanted you. And I, yeah, I mean, they didn't care about my puzzle. She can marry skills. some old coot. And <laughs> For sure. Rich businessman and be happy. We but you know to- what? She's also real sweet. Oh, and yeah. real, like, has a good, like, outlook on the world <clears throat> and a good mindset. I like her. She is, she just gets a better rep because she's, like, she says the first thing on her mind. Mm-hmm. Makes her great for reality TV. Great for reality TV. I don't mm-hmm. think she gets a bad rap. People like her. Yeah, they do. But I think people think she's, people think, oh, she's just, like, you know, the dumb hot girl. But it's Okay. I mean, even if that were true, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So also I wanted to tell people we did it. Um, when I had my other podcast, the Meisterpiece, I interviewed Sarah and there's tons of hilarious behind the scenes stuff on that one. So I'll link that one. Oh, on good. That the- one is probably our funniest. <laughs> I laughed so hard. That. That's, I'll link to the braincandypodcast.com because uh, we talked a lot. And one of my favorite stories from that, which the current showrunner on the challenge, Fletch is her name. She said that she listened to it. She's <gasps> probably like listening to yes! see if we revealed any secrets. And she was cracking up about how 
the beds on the show oh, are, so... are not mattresses like a normal bed. Oh, that They're makes act- me so happy that the crew <laughs> listens to our podcast. They are actually made. Is that called styrofoam? No. What's that called? Sponge. Foam. Yeah. Foam. Foam. Like foam. Yeah. But not like high density foam. Like the cheap shit. Foam. Foam. And these are, those are mattress that the sheets are on. Okay. So it's then, a joke to call it a mattress. A mattress implies like springs and some like crafting. The good part about it though is that when you have contraband, like I yeah. always do, be it crossword puzzles, wine that I stole, <laughs> or any other things that I don't want them to find, I would cut a hole in my foam mm-hmm. under the sheet, mm-hmm. hide it in there, and it looks just like a bed. It's like prison. Well, here's the the image that comes to mind is it's like those toolkits, like when you pull out a, a a toolbox and it has the perfect cutout for your yeah. wrench and perfect like cutout in the foam for yeah. your whatever. Well, we did that, but with with wine bottles, wine bottles, and bottles, bottles, and it worked. The other thing that's hilarious is that other people are probably trying to like sneak in like drugs and like. <laughs> bad stuff and mm. Susie and I are are sneaking Books. in crossword puzzles. I had to tell them that I had a religious um exemption or whatever that I was should be allowed to keep the Bible. And you changed their rules on that. They, and so they allowed religious texts after that. Then I tried to That's great. say that my books on like Buddhist meditation were religious text. Nope. Why? Because it wasn't a sacred text. So they changed the wording to make it <laughs> only said, sacred. <laughs> oh my God. So they, the legal team, because I tried to argue that. I'm like, well, sacred text. So you're going to need to give me my books on Kabbalah, my book on Buddhist meditation, my book on da da da. And they said, no, only like if you want the I mean, Torah. To be the fair, Quran, it is it's, constitutionally right, that's the only. Right. Yeah. I know. So they're real specific. Yeah, so I got to keep my Bible. I read it exactly zero times. (laughs) But but I liked just feeling like I needed some control. Control. Well, I took to uh, hiding crossword puzzles everywhere I could because that's what I do to pass the time. So I ripped open the lining of my suitcase and I like lined the suitcase and then sewed it back up so they wouldn't see. Oh, it worked. You are kidding me. Well, the best part about it is like. Then I started doing crossword puzzles all the time. (laughs) So I gained the reputation of being, and then people started teasing me for that. And that went on air. So now I have a reputation of being like the nerdy girl does crossword puzzles. So they let me keep mine. But somebody else came in the house and tried to do Sudoku. And they're like, no, we'll take that. You're kidding me. Because it wasn't part of their storyline. Oh, this is great. Now I don't even have to hide them. They just let me It's who you are. It's who I am. I can't fight that. That's really interesting. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you 
where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So. People would be probably surprised to know we're, we're not allowed to have watches or any timekeepers. Oh, they weird. claim that it's because they have an official timekeeper on each of the challenges that mm-hmm. we have to do, you know, like if there's a timed event. And so they don't want any kind of confusion about who won because they have the official timekeeper. My <clears throat> my sense, it, though, is that they want it to be like Vegas yeah. where you have no sense of time. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Because if that were the truth, what they're saying, then you would just not allowed to be have to have watches and time clocks and whatever on the actual events. But you could have them in the house. Yeah. But you can't have them no. in the house either. If they don't want, they, and that does something to you, like the idea that somebody wakes you up every morning, tells you what time it is, tells you when you go to bed. All of your, and this is what we talked about with cults. That's right. Is that That's what your I was Ability to make decisions for yourself. Your sense of reality, no pun intended. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Even down to, like, I notice when I come back from a challenge, the kind of food that I eat, like, I just go nuts. And I'm because like, it's been I control. want everything. Like, and even if the they give stuff. you nice food, yeah. it's not what you chose. It's just there it's and you I can ch- take it yeah. or leave it. Yeah. It's like prison. Yes. And, and that's I never thing, like the breakfast. That's another thing I think people maybe don't realize is that let's say we're in South Africa, which we were one time. We might as well be in Akron, Ohio, because we don't get to go out mm-hmm. of this house. No. People are always like, oh, my God, did you love Thailand? I'm like, I would have loved to see it. That's right. No, and that's not an exaggeration. No. We could not we cannot leave the houses. It's not as if you can walk outside and go for a stroll or go to town or whatever Nothing. on a so, day off. And the the most touristy shopping we get is at the airport coming or going. Is that true? Yeah. More recently? Yeah, that's true. Cuz it's it didn't used to be that way. I know. You know. I mean, uh, but I understand why they have to make it strict. And why they have to kind of keep us crowd because bad things do happen when, you know, you let 20-somethings just out on their own in another country. Well, but do you, are you allowed to have a day off where you go out? Supervised. Like, they'll take us to the beach or something, but there's still a camera crew. They're still... Yeah. We're just, like, not in the house. So, do you have a favorite season of the real world outside of yours? Oh, outside of mine... As a viewer. Yeah, I liked Free Agents. I liked that one they did recently. Why? Wait, um, that was the real world? Free Agents? No, it was a challenge. Oh. That free Agents. The one that I didn't do in between where they everybody was kind of on their own and they would randomly like assign you pairs. Or, oh, but, okay. But you win by yourself. And What about the real world, though? Oh, real world? Oh, God, yeah. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> Come on. It's so annoying. Are you joking with me? No, you I'm obviously not. watched it before yours. What was your uh, favorite before, oh, before yours? Before? Well, it's so funny because there are not a lot that I really, really watched. I was far more a real uh, Road Rules fan, but I watched um, uh, the original New Orleans. Love that show. Loved it. Yeah. That was with Melissa. Julie the was Mormon. My Melissa's favorite. hilarious. She's so funny. I would. Lo- I would. Die to meet her, and I would 
seriously, we should have her on here. She is, she is who got me started in like painting and like really do it. Cause she did this. Yes. This sounds so silly, but she did this With painting Lionel. where it was a bunch of fish swimming in one direction and she always wore a little scarf and it was, I can't believe I remember that all this. And I think that maybe there's somebody who watched my show and it did something like that for them. And that just is crazy to me. But so this picture it had all fish swimming in one direction and one fish swimming the other way with a little, um, scarf on like her swimming in the other direction. And I was just like, I know what she's talking about. Like I feel her. And I just started painting and like really, and it was totally because of watching the... That was a great season. It was great. So I remember that. I remember um, Hawaii uh, with Ruthie and... Um, Kaya, Amaya. And what's the guy's name that I loved? Tech. Uh, but I most vividly remember World Rules Australia. Shut up. I do. That's not true. It is. I remember the... Uh, it's it's weird because it's the one show, and maybe this was like some like future premonition thing, but I remember when they came out with the show, and the theme song was Men at Work, Land Down Under, and I remember loving that song so much that I, re- I got, I went to a used tape store, because tapes were out then, and I got the Men at Work tape. And I listened to it on my Walkman, and I remember shopping through Target and buying this striped shirt, going to summer camp, listening to Land Down Under, and like because I was so jacked for the new season of Road Rules that was crazy. So I listened to your theme song on repeat, and I remember the the or the trailer with like the. Car driving through the jungle in the rain. I can't believe you remember going. that. I remember all of it, and I remember the the shirt that I bought while listening to that song, like thinking about. And it must have been around summertime because I was just. It was because I was just going to summer camp. Susie's nodding her head. Yes, because this is a very vivid memory. And maybe there's a little piece of me that was like that somewhere. So universe weird. was like she's gonna be your best friend one day. <laughs> Can you believe it? Really that? is cool, right? Because now cool. I think about it, and I'm like, shit, that's cool, man. My best friend now is from that show that I so vividly remember. And like Sarah, I can relate because the reason I did the show, why I auditioned, was because I was obsessed with Timmy from season two yep. of Road Rules, yep. who was also from Pittsburgh, and I was in high school, and I was like, I love him, and yep. I want to meet him. I wrote him his first fan letter. <laughs> I think that's the best. And I wrote him his first fan letter when I was, I don't know, 16. And he called, I of course put my phone number on it and he, he called, called me you. and he, I, I wasn't home and he left a message <gasps> and I still remember what it said. What it he said. was like, he has a very, a rich like radio voice. And yeah. he was like, hello, oh, Susie Meister and all the little Meisters wishing you a very happy and merry holiday. Cause it was right around Christmas. And I think I saved it for a long, long time. Then I dated him after I went on my of show course you did. <laughs> <laughs> for two years. And I still am very, very, very good friends with him. I love him with all my heart. And he's so funny. He, in many ways, I feel like he's my soulmate, you know, not romantically, but, you know, yep. cosmically in the same way you are. Yep. 
And for sure, it's weird. It's so weird just how vivid these memories are that link like, and I think about how strong that song was and how much that linked to like your season. And then how I was like buying the shirt for summer camp, which is like my other favorite thing in the whole universe. And it was like, a, like trifecta of all my favorites. Like, come, it, it was just, it was very, well, that's why whenever people comment, you know, on Instagram or Twitter or, um, anything and either say they like this show or our other shows, I really feel connected to them because I used to be the viewer. I used to be somebody who felt really close to the people that were on it. So yeah. I don't discard that or think it's silly at all because I was that. You know what I always like to remember is uh, when we were on our first show, Mr. Johnny Bananas got in a fight with us and said, we'll never really be true friends yeah. because friends on challenges are just fake friends. And how well do you really <laughs> know her? You just met her and you just know each other for two weeks. And I was like, no, I know we're going to be friends forever. I can tell. And he's like, yeah, right. You're just voting with her because you're girls and you play with the motion. Johnny well, thought we had a showman's. Looks like our showman's turned into. We're really committed to this. <laughs> Ruse. <laughs> what if that were it? We're just like friends to show Johnny who's. Right. Like once the show gets canceled, then we'll be like, okay, nice See knowing ya. you. <laughs> we need to have him on here. We should. Do you think he'd come on? Well, I don't know. He doesn't like me very much, but Maybe. Maybe one of these days. Maybe when he, he gets over. He, won't, he doesn't even follow me on anything. He He's blocked me on social media. Well, he hasn't blocked me. Maybe. Oh, that's good. We should like use yours as like a way. Do you think get... if I text him, he would say. He'd probably say, Susie, how the heck are you? Or he'd be like. Wait, I should text him right now. Oh my God. Let's do it. <gasps> let's on the air. Text Johnny Bananas. What are you going to say? I'm going to say, hey, you. Wait, what should I say? Well, hey, you sounds like a good place to start. It's kind of flirty. Okay, yeah. What, just saying hi. Just happy new year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is a nail biter. What are you going to say? He's he so mad right at me. back. Well, you know, when I voted his ass in, he, which I should have done. Anybody who says otherwise is an idiot. It's him or me, man. I know how he plays. He's he's smart at how he plays the game. But unfortunately, I took a page from his book and I was smart as well. And he didn't like when I was as smart as he was, if not smarter. Let's see if he says anything back. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> that would be a real Christmas miracle. I would just love it if he came on. Oh, he should. He should. We'll have him on here. That yeah, sounds like a one of these idea. days. Yeah. It'll be like therapy. He can get over it. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. 
Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. We better go. My kid's like beating down the walls. Oh, man. Thanks for talking about the challenge. I hope we answered some of your burning questions. And if you have more burning questions, we would love to do multiple episodes on this. Yeah, for sure. Let us know what you guys. uh... I think the next one we should do is video. Oh. Too. Oh, like a video one? People yeah. see us? Oh yeah. my god, okay, I'll actually do my that. hair. Uh, I, I have, a, I have a, hair. a challenge question, though. What? That people ask me all the time. And don't... First of all, there are like three parts to this question, but one part, don't just say me because I'm right here. First question, what is... If you were to go back and do any challenge, what theme would you want? You know how there's always like a X's or whatever... Mm-hmm. What theme would you want it to be? Um, well, I always wanted to do um, those ones where you're by yourself. The with... dual or free agents. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said for mine. Yeah, because I of believe... course, why wouldn't you want to do that? Because up and I mean, I've always been carried by my team, literally and metaphorically. Yeah, and um, I have had to fight one on one a lot of times to stay. You've done well, but in the end, it's because my team. Mm. one that I won, but, um, so I'd love to do it by myself and win for yourself. I would. And then if you could be on a male, female team, who would your ideal partner be? Oh, a male, female. Mm-hmm. So well, I love Kenny. <gasps> That's who I picked. I would do Kenny because he would make me laugh the whole time. Yep. But if I wanted to like win, win, Kenny would be great for that too, but also Landon. That's who I said. Yeah. I said Landon, MJ, or Kenny. Yeah, I mean those are. Because if ones. I wanted to win, win, yeah, I'd pick one of those uh, guys. But I mean, Johnny's been very successful. He has. I couldn't but tolerate now you have to, like, him. Put up with yeah, it, I couldn't. Which would drive me a bonkers. I couldn't do it. Um, and what about female female pair? There's that's a no brainer. Obviously. Me. Not only do I love you as a human being, but as we talked about earlier, you are a beast. Well, you are my female and choice. And well. you would be able to get me to perform my best. I would. That's 100% sure, true. Because yeah. if you have one person. Oh. Yeah, and sometimes if I'm paired with somebody who's more nervous than I am, then I step up to the plate and I'm like, no, we got this. But. I wish we could do it together, Sarah. Oh my God, it would be great. We I would think, destroy you know, them. I know why they aren't doing best friends because they think there would be no drama, but they're wrong. They're, this is the problem is that they're, they think that there's going to be drama when you pair up exes. No, there's less drama. There's more drama when you pair up people who love and care about each other because now there's something to lose. Yeah. With exes, there's nothing to on the line really because there are already relationships that are done. They should do best friends and it should be like, Oh, well, you thought you were best friends. Well, what if you two have a different idea on this? What if you you're gonna? Oh, it's so good. Can you imagine? I'm like I'm, I'm pushing middle age here, <laughs> <laughs> and I would go on with you, and we could have so much fun and make fun of everyone. Oh, we would make fun of everyone. They wouldn't stand a no chance. No one would stand. Nobody would be safe. I Who would, would I call when I have a ten minute phone call though? <laughs> yes, I fair. can't call you. I would work out for you. <gasps> God, I never did burpees in no time. Oh my God. 
Well, anyway, I didn't hear back from Johnny. We'll keep that as a cliffhanger. We'll see what what happens in the, for next week. Um, but that's all for now. Let us know if you have any other questions. We love you. Love you guys. See you, see you next later week. on the Brain Candy Podcast.